This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Back to you is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine OPI show. Hey, it's Tommy. And I'm Sam. And Kimmy. And on this week's episode of And Friends. We all get our rocks off with Keanu Reeves. And in a world where you can rent a movie theater for $100, what's on your bucket list? Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast and Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Back to You with... The first voice you hear on these shows, myself, Howard Sudbury, <laughs> and Steve Baskerville. I think, I think he's here. Are you here? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Fortunately or unfortunately, you know what? You sounded like you did sound like. Uh, hello, Mister and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. Hello, Mister and Mrs. <laughs> Who said that? That was Walter Winchell. Walter That's Winchell, your, your idol. Yeah, and what what years would that have been? Oh, now it's a test. No, I would say he was in the 40s and 50s, were his prime decades. And then things started going downhill in the 60s and 70s because that kind of information, gossipy stuff, started to wane, or at least from him. Yeah, he was a gossip guy, right? Gossip columnist. uh, He was a writer, too, as well, right? Yeah, he would give you one-liners on something that he discovered from the night before in the nightlife. You know, who was at what table with whom and who's courting this one and who uh, who said what? And it would all be news flash like like and you wouldn't find them in any other parts of the newspaper. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. Do you think because we're because these live on the Internet, we could have people on ships at sea because they're marooned uh, listening to us. Anybody who's still on a ship at sea is in bad shape now. Yeah, they are. You can imagine being two years on a ship at sea because you're quarantined on it. Hey, they don't want to hear your Walter Winchell crap. <laughs> Neither do I, but you've said it, so I went with it. Um, hey, as we as we record, as we tape this podcast, back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, uh, it is Veterans Day. And I saw something that, well, I, I shouldn't say it amazed me. Uh, the New York Post is not exactly the... Great example, shining example of journalism across the country. But on Twitter, you know, worked for a paper like that, like a New York Post. Might have been the Post. Really? Or whatever. Yeah. Sort of a, you know. Tabloid uh, type. Tabloid. Yeah, sure. He was probably the the start of that sort of tabloid information. Yeah. But go on. It's timely. Whatever you're saying is timely. Well, anyway, I, I was looking. Veterans Day was originally Armistice Day. And it, yes. it it started right after when World War One ended. That, by the way, was the war to end all wars. And of course, that didn't work out real well. But anyway, it was Armistice Day. It happened on different dates over the years, and I think they finally settled as recently as like when Gerald Ford was president. On hey, it's going to be November 11th. And it's to honor our veterans, obviously. And the New York Post, I saw a tweet today. It said, Veterans Day 2020 is here. 
It's the time of the year when we can thank all military personnel, veterans, and their family members for everything they do and sacrifice for us to help us celebrate the brave men and women who keep us safe every day. Many retailers are participating in Veterans Day sales, offering great deals on furniture, mattresses, appliances, technology, and clothing. And it just... When Woodrow Wilson started it as Armistice Day, I just don't think that's quite what they had in mind, right? Well, if some of these retailers were offering 70% off to all veterans, maybe would, you got something going. Yes, that's But different. that's not what or, it is. That's not what's happening. Yeah, or free admission, you know, under normal times for veterans to get into, you know, ball games or, or what have you. It reminds me of... I say that, by the way, frequently. What have you? Or what have you? What do I have? I Yeah, it makes no sense. It's, it's, no, it's, you, don't, you don't want to know what I have. Or what have but you. But you just say it as an expression. I yeah. say it. I don't know what it means or what have you. And as you know, I say fascinating way too much. But anyway, um, and what, what was my you? point? What's the point? That's another the point is there is no point. No, there is no, no but, point. Well, the thing about I think all holidays now are, uh, you know, unfortunately, well, I guess it's not so unfortunate, but they're all tied into sales. I don't care what the holiday is. They'll make a sale out of it from yeah. the most reverent to the most irreverent holidays. There's got to be a sale attached to it. Well, and, and on the podcast, this was very early in the in the pandemic, but uh, back in Memorial Day, we talk about that. You know, veterans, um, many get offended when people say happy Memorial Day because it's, you know, it's to remember the war dead. Um, and people, you know, associated now with cookouts and, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and having fun in the beginning of summer, which which is OK. But, you know, you should remember the, the, the war dead and the veterans at the same time. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess as long as you do remember along the way why you have the day off or why everybody's gathered uh, in your or outside your house now for whatever the cookout is, as long as you have a moment when you realize why you're there. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that because, um, you know, it's great to get together with your family and and cook out and uh you know get ready for summer because especially here in chicago summer is awfully short and that's why you have on a red flannel looking shirt today <laughs> wow you look like an outdoorsman i feel lumberjackish today i'm not giving up on being outside uh here it is uh starting to get uh, deeper into november and i'm not giving up uh, going outside despite how crisp the weather is and speaking of going outside last week well a few days ago I did one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever done. Who would think that you could embarrass yourself during a pandemic when you don't see many people? But I managed to do something that was really embarrassing to me, and I don't know how to handle it uh, because uh, there's nothing I can do to recapture it. But anyway, I'm walking outside uh on my, one of my infrequent walks. I'm not a, a real walker. I started early on in the spring and summer trying to do all the right things to keep invigorated during the pandemic, yeah. and that has waned. Uh, so now I occasionally walk. And when I do, I run into people I haven't seen in a while from the neighborhood or uh, some friendly face uh, that is outside 
trying to stay healthy. And there's a couple that lives near me. And the couple, the, the woman uh, is a brother of a guy that I know fairly well. I haven't seen him in a long time either. Uh, and so I stopped and we all chatted, the, the two of them and I chatted, her husband and I chatted. And I said, oh, how's Irv? And she said, oh, you mean my brother? And I said, yeah. Well, he was, was sick uh, recently and he's in the hospital and uh, he's doing okay now. And I said, well, when's Irv coming home? You mean my brother? And I said, yes. Well, he's probably going to be home Friday and uh, we hope to see him then. Oh, really? Uh, you're going to be allowed? uh at home during these times, you feel comfortable going over Irv's house. You mean my brother? Yes. <laughs> and so I'm um, talking for 15 minutes this way, and uh, we say goodbye. And I think, gee, that's awful weird that she kept saying, You mean my brother? And I get out of distance, out of sight from them, and I realize, Oh my goodness. I was calling Norm Irv the whole time. Oh. His name is not Irv. And that's the reason why she kept saying, you mean my brother? (laughs) 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 And I felt so embarrassed by that. And I couldn't catch up to them because I didn't know which way they turned to continue walking. And I felt, how can I, how could that be that I was calling this man that I know pretty well by the wrong name and they didn't correct me now and I, I wonder is that something you would do if 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 someone you knew well or a family member was being called by the wrong name for about 15 20 minutes would you politely not correct the person or would you correct correct them right away well i would I would correct them and and just laugh about it because anybody can make a mistake like that I'd say um First, I would put you through the ringer, and I'd say, you mean my brother? You mean my brother? And and then at the end of it, I would say, "Um, it was kind of fun to hear you throughout this thing refer to him and say, by the way, it's Norm. It's Norm. But I knew knew there was something wrong with me calling him. Irv the whole time. It something didn't seem right, and then it dawned on me his name. It didn't seem right because that's not his name. And so now I, I should I go knock on the door and say, "Hey, oh no, uh, I, I look, I crazily called your brother Irv." And Here's the deal. I, I don't know how to handle it, but it was very embarrassing uh, so later first, on for me. First of all, when you initially started to tell the story, I thought when you said, "How's Irv?" I thought yeah. you were going to say he had, she said, well, he passed away. No, no, then, no, it's nothing like that. After that, uh, I thought you were going to tell me when you walked away, you realized and somebody told you that, that she had dementia. And that's why she kept saying, you mean my brother? No, but, no. So it was, she was probably wondering, you. she was probably, well, yeah, wondering what my problem was yeah. by, by saying it that way. Now, so here, I, I, I rarely do things like that, but it's just awful. Oh, everybody I does stuff like don't that. Don't know how to handle it. So here's the deal. Yes. Here's the deal. <laughs> what I, herb? I think. <laughs> you mean my brother? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. She. Yeah. Do you think A. 
that she has told others about it and has thought about it and is irritated. Okay. B, do you think that she has told Irv or Norm about it? Or C, do you think that she has never given it another thought since you walked away that day? Oh, I think most definitely. I know definitely she's A. She's done that already. Because... The reason why Irv and I and Irv's wife and Janice, my wife, would all get together, uh, you know, we would go to eat dinner on occasion or go out for drinks or whatever, because her daughter, Irv, Norm's daughter and my daughter, (laughs) Norm's daughter and my daughter are close friends, even now. Uh I mean, they they are friendly and still communicate. And I know... That already the daughter has been told that I was calling her father Irv that whole time. <laughs> so I so there's a good chance since it went that far that that poor Norm knows that I was calling him Irv for 15 minutes. I thought that maybe so, that she had it was see that she had never given it another thought. No, it was whacked out enough that she she told uh, Norm's daughter who talked to my daughter and, and laughed about it. Do you think she thought it was funny? I don't know the tone or the mood when she told that that didn't happen. Uh, she didn't seem to be uh, irritated as I continued to call him by the wrong name. Yeah. Now, so when you, when you see Norm for the first time, I think oh, it would be funny if you called him Irv. Oh, no. It might. I'm, al- I'm already planning to call Norm now. I'm uh-huh. calling him. Yeah. And, and what, if she, him what if she what answers, if they have a house phone, hi, uh, Sheila. Um, hey, is, is Irv around? <laughs> or I might just continue to call him Irv. They, yeah, you're right. They may be calling him Irv now. They might. It might but be that's a the kind of family it, joke. Yeah, that's the kind of incident that will stick, and it will be a big joke. It could be a joke for years now, Yeah, that he will get so sick of it that uh, others calling him Irv now. Or what could happen is that the daughter that's friends with your daughter might call your daughter up and say, you know, I I don't know how to delicately, <laughs> delicately put this, but mom, and tell the story, is, is your dad doing okay? I, look, I'm all right. I don't even want to keep dwelling on this anymore, but it's just uh, uh, an incident that, embarrassed me and uh so i can't wait to talk to norm and say of course i know you're norm norm i don't know what was wrong with me that day that i was calling you Irv. Uh, <laughs> but some people maybe they look like different names some people don't look like what their name is and maybe that you you subconsciously give them another name i don't know what's going on there okay i can't i i can't let this go um so did you immediately come home and tell your wife Yes, immediately. And what was her reaction? <laughs> no big deal. Yes, that's right. But I made a huge deal out of it. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I fret about things like that for days. This happened days ago, and it's still in my mind. I had to correct it. And then you went. In, in some way. And you went, you got your little you got your little notebook and your pad, and you wrote it down and said, wow, is that a good podcast story? No. You know what this reminds you know what this reminds me of? Hard telling. I don't know whether you've heard the tape of it. 
some in Florida years ago when when Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron were there and they won the championship, you know, the, the, yeah. the year that they won it all. Yeah. Uh, they were celebrating the team out in Miami in the, some festival. And some city councilwoman is introducing the team. And you can find this. Fortunately, you can't find what I did on YouTube. But you, uh, but she introduces, uh, she gets to Dwayne and she says, and last but not least, you know him, you love him. He's the hero that we all, and people start applauding before she finishes. Let's bring him up to the microphone. Here he is, Wade Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you see LeBron and Dwayne, and they're all looking at each other, wondering who Wade Jones is. Yeah, who should <laughs> go to the mic? Completely, and she completely twisted the man's name up. Now oh, she was probably awful. humiliated, but Dwayne awful. Wade and LeBron probably thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it's not as big a deal as. She and I both were fretting over these things. No. Well, much more than they were. Are you, I guess, I know the answer to the question, are you easily embarrassed? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm I'm uh, very easily embarrassed. And do you have, like, an embarrassing That's an moment? example of it. Well, do you have yeah, an embarrassing moment? Yeah, I just told you about it. <laughs> <laughs> do you what have an embarrassing... The seven second delay? Is this mic on? Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an embarrassing moment from television, from when you were on TV? Oh, yeah. That you remember all these years later? Uh, plenty of them. I, yeah, I mean, I was out in a, in a field with all these little kids playing Little League Baseball. And um, the anchors are back in the studio. And, and, and I made a deal with the kids. I said, okay. And it was just like a hundred of them or so. And they were all like seven and eight and nine years old. I said, I know you want to go crazy. And I know you want to yell, hi, mom, and all that stuff. But you can't do it until I give you the signal, which is me waving my arm at you. And uh, they all quietly agreed to it. And there are no teachers. And there are some parents around. But there's no authorities around to make sure people are quiet. But they bought that deal. And the anchors were ready to toss to me. And it was Steve. Look at Steve. Could have even been Bill. Look at that scene. You know, there he is out there with all those kids and they're quiet as can be. And it was you could it was quiet as just a little you could hear ants walk. It was so quiet. And here I am with a sea of kids fully in charge. And I picked one little five year old or six year old out whose uniform was too big and sloppy. And I said to him, are you going to have a good day today? Yeah. Are you going to hit a home run? Yeah. I said, okay, well, have a great day. And I waved my arm. Mm-hmm. And I waved it the way that the kids took the signal to, to mean go crazy. And I never could do the weather that day because they were so much yelling and screaming and rolling on the ground. And <laughs> it, it went from in charge to immediately no control at all. And I thought I was going to get fired over that because it was like a, I mean, it was a wasted segment. I mean, I made the deal that go nuts and go crazy 
but I meant to do that arm waving at the very end of things, not at the very beginning of things. Well, I don't think I wouldn't have been embarrassed over that. In fact, you know, there are moments like that on the news that are unintentionally memorable. And I think that if I was watching the weather that day, I would I would remember that for a long time. Well, sure, but I would want you to remember it for a long time because of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had because they I've been on this, I've been on TV at the very start of a weather cast in that green, you know, the map should be behind me and the chroma key and it's black, nothing there. And it continues to be nothing like the whole weather program I had arranged on the computer is gone. Yeah. And it's just a yeah. black screen. And all I could say is, yes, it's going to be mostly dark <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to continue to be dark. And it's the whole thing is just ruined from the beginning, and it's it's just embarrassing. You would think you could do your job better than that. Yeah, you so, mentioned. So I have had moments. You mentioned Bill uh, Bill Curtis. We're talking about. It might have been the anchor that uh, tossed it out to you. Bill has one that he'll remember, and I know, knowing Bill as we do, I don't think that he would be embarrassed about it. I think he'd laugh. But when the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks, were playing the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Stanley Cup Finals in the early 90s. I remember going into a commercial break, and he said, whatever. And up next, Howard will have the story of the Pittsburgh Penguins' great leader, Mario Lemieux. And, <laughs> yes, and that yes. became kind of famous <laughs> because it's a French <laughs> name, and it is yeah, spelled sure. and pronounced Mario Lemieux. Sure. Yeah. He wasn't kidding. Yeah. He just saw it. It probably popped up in the teleprompter. And <laughs> Well, look, that happens over and over. The famous Lawrence Welk thing that he did on the air. Everybody, uh, older folks and even those who were young kids at the time, remember Lawrence Welk's music show on TV, which was big at one time, even into the 70s and maybe even the early 80s. It could have been. Yeah. And you can find repeats of that show now. You can. But anyway, he, he liked to play those old tunes with his orchestra. And he gets on the air one day and he says, now here's a little number from World War I. <laughs> That is a good one. World War I. World War I. <laughs> what if I got a text from Big Bill and he said something and he happened to hear this or hear about it and said, Howard, or a voicemail, Howard, I didn't appreciate you bringing up the Mario Lemieux. <laughs> I thought right. you had more class than that. And nor does my friend Irv, who was listening to the same program. You mean uh, my brother? <laughs> hey, let's take a break. Yeah. You're kidding. No, From I'm what? serious. From what? From your <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> moment story. We'll be right back. <laughs> I think. This week on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to a huge Hollywood star. He's been in such crazy hits like The Big Lebowski, lost Capote, but we're going to be talking to him and attorney Andrew Rosso about something a little bit different. We're going to be talking to Mark Pellegrino about his Guardian project. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. 
Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, continues his visit as we talk about modern classics. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast at OPI Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. We are back on Back to You. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. I'm just looking down, and I've done this before. I'm a little worried. Uh, the little machine in which I record my voice oh, no. and yours, oh, it's no. down to one bar. Oh, no. That's well, okay. You still got a bar left. Yeah, I do have a bar. Have you ever... Uh, Let me tell you, one more embarrassing uh, one had to do with the... A guy we worked with, he was a legend in Chicago. Yeah. Was Irv Cupsonit. Irv yes. Cupsonit. So <laughs> the name Irv does apply in this story. <laughs> it wasn't Norm. <laughs> it, it wasn't it, Norm Cupsonit. You mean his brother? His brother Norm. No. no. Well, anyway, supposedly, <laughs> I didn't I didn't witness this, but they said that uh, once he was on the air and he was, you know, uh, um, Irv Cupsonit knew all the stars and knew them well sure he did i mean all all the legends in film and music and whatever the part of the entertainment industry he was an insider and he was on the air one night and said now i've got another interesting storyline on america's beloved voice i'm talking about old blue nose himself <laughs> That is a, I remember it's a true story. It is true, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't Frank, Sin Frank Sinatra, and he calls him Old Blue Nose. <laughs> of course, it's Old Blue Eyes. Yes. Was, was yeah, it is. Frank's famous nickname. I think that that happened in, in the 80s after we were both at the station, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't recall witnessing that, but that one lived in infamy. Old Blue Nose. I mean, oh, Old Blue Nose. It happens. It happens to the best of us to be embarrassed, um, whether it's publicly or privately. Um, the most... Walking down the street. Uh, yeah. An embarrassing thing, and I, I've told you about this before because there are. it, it shocks me that so many people remember it and 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 remind me of it but my and i'd been on television for quite a few years but my first night on the air at cbs2 uh anchoring in the studio doing the sports um it was i wasn't nervous because i'd done so much television yeah i was in chicago it was a new job but i wasn't you know i really i'd done it many times anyway but it was warm in the studio and i started sweating and sweating yeah and sweating and each videotape had come up when i was off camera and i would you know fan myself and i'd, I'd motion to the floor manager to hand me you know kleenex or a towel or something like that and yes. each time i come back on i was sweating more and sweating more and it was obviously very <laughs> it was very obvious and uh, I, I, I got through it. I did, did a decent job on it. But uh, the only thing that anybody would remember is, my God, has that man got a sweating problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like that Martin Short routine where he, I, I, yeah. I'm not nervous. I'm not sweating. Yeah. And he was just dripping with sweat. Yeah. And then the, uh, the famous scene in the movie Broadcast News with uh, Albert Brooks. When he was at the desk, I never. He was soaked. Sure, I never broke out in, in a sweat like that. I never had the hiccups. You ever have the hiccups? No, I there? didn't. No, I haven't. 
I never had a coughing spell on air. No, I, that I can I, recall. I never sneezed. Uh, <laughs> I never sneezed in life. You've never sneezed. <laughs> no, I got another embarrassing moment. So it's easy to come up with embarrassing moments. This happened long ago near the beginning of the so-called career of mine. I was interviewing and on the set with an audience full of people. I was interviewing a man named Jeffrey Holder. Do you know who Jeffrey Holder was? These are cola nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, do he now. Would play, he would play a genie, and he was a great big man with a deep, deep voice. Yes. And uh, I don't know what island he was from, but he had a new drink that he was offering uh, to folks uh, that he was selling. And it was some concoction from the islands, and we had a big blender and he was putting, now we had nectarines and we had bananas. <laughs> and he's adding all of this beautiful mixture. And now it's just a little touch of this and a dab of that. And I'm standing beside him and the audience is going to taste test this wonderful drink that he's preparing and debuting on this morning show. We get it all blended up. I lift the blender off of the base and the whole thing comes out the bottom. Oh. The whole drink spills completely <laughs> out on the desktop and all on the floor. And I thought, this big man's going to kill me right here on live TV. But he was so gracious. He, oh, ha, 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 the gods love it. <laughs> and, and, made, and made a big, uh, you know, made it something else. But that was Awfully embarrassing to be with this big name star at the time, and I'm spilling the man's drink all over the floor in it, 30 seconds into what he's debuting. See, I think stuff like that when it happens, it's it's yes. live, it's spontaneous, not planned, and anything out of the ordinary on television is is good. Yeah, well, you know, when people are stumbling and falling, a tri it's always good when it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> All those things are funny. They are. Memorable. Yeah. They Try are. it being you in the center of it. So you can, yeah, yeah, I get that. Hey, Steve, if you like, and everyone, if you like Back to You, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like And Friends. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. it's Kimmy, it Tommy, and Samuel. All yes. those conversations the real friends have, they are the younger yes. generation. I believe they're all in their 20s. And Samuel is our engineer for this program. So yeah. they've all got something to say. And um, it's, I miss it's, having Samuel around. I miss being around Samuel because he'd always give us a, a different point of view or help us out when we're calling people uh, Irv instead of Norm. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd slip a note he would or do say that. something. Yeah, he, unlike us, he's got a fully functioning mind. But <laughs> it, it, it's interesting yeah. to listen to the perspective of of. 20-somethings and the younger generation. Mm -hmm. They tell great stories. But the other thing that I, I find interesting in their, in their show is that how many things that we have in common with them, that all of us sure. are going through the same things in lives, in our lives. So come and meet your new best friends with and friends on Spotify, opashows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Any friend of Samuel is a friend of mine. Oh, no so question it's, about it's it. It's worth listening to, for sure. Samuel, Tommy, I'm looking at. I'm looking Kimmy. at myself. I'm looking at myself in the corner. We do this FaceTime the way that we can see each other as we're talking. 
and uh, anybody who knows who Charles Oakley is, I look like uh, Charles Oakley's grandfather right now. Yeah, my beard has never been whiter. The father. I'm going to shave it off. You know why I'm going to shave it off? Because it reminds me of how uh, old I'm getting. I don't need more signs of that. <laughs> so, I think you know, like good. David Letterman, I'm imagining that David Letterman is soon to shave all that stuff off because you can only sit around the house looking like Methuselah for so long. I don't know. You want but to shave it off. You know, I, I understand after after David Letterman being on television since, you know, 1984, all those sure. years that he sure. finally said the hell with it. But um, oh, I understand that. That's why. What do you think I said? Yeah, the hell with it. Why do you think I'm looking like this? Well, yours is just kind of unshaven, kind of scruffy looking. But he's got that, you know, that thing, that Santa <laughs> yeah. Claus type thing. I, li- I like it. I, I'm impressed by anybody who can grow a beard like that. I cannot. Well, I haven't given myself enough time. To come close to anything like that, that takes a, that would take a long time for me. What about you to oh, get the yeah. Santa Claus look? Oh, it would, and and mine is uh, a little sparser in places. Uh, well, you just look like an old you look like an old elf. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what does that mean? Uh, well, you don't look full Santa Claus. You look like you could work with Santa, but not you know. You got that look. Oh, I, um, I now I get it, Irv. <laughs> I, but um, uh, something popped in on that my as mind. It oh, may. What oh. was that you said? Not be that as it may. What's the thing you say? Oh, what uh, have see, you? Yeah, uh, and yeah, what have and you? what have yeah. you? I I couldn't even remember it for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Letterman, by the way, yes. uh, there are four new episodes on his series, and if you have watched any of them on Netflix. And my guest, next guest needs no introduction. Um, it's really, it's really great. Uh, David's sitting there with uh, guests like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I watched one with Ellen DeGeneres the other day. Tina Fey. They're really, really good. He sits there. Oh, and the best one. Watch this one with Dave Chappelle. They did it out in uh, Yellow Springs, Ohio, where Dave. Chappelle lives they're up on stage they've got a socially distanced audience it's outdoors it's really good to Chappelle is to me out of the comedians that we've talked about I mean Richard Pryor a genius Eddie Murphy genius George Carlin so many of them David Chappelle is just to me in a league of his own yeah somebody asked me the other day where I would rank comedians in Chappelle he would certainly be in my top five but I, I, you know, I have not seen a whole lot of Chappelle. I've seen doses of him. I used to watch at times his uh, his comedy show when he had it regularly. Was yeah, that on a comedy show. channel? Oh, he's yeah. terrific. I think he's fantastic. But still, for me, it is uh, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and uh, Chappelle would be in there. Chris Rock would be in there, and Eddie Murphy. So it would be sort of like the top four or five. In yeah, that well, bunch. Watch more of Chappelle's specials on Netflix, and I think he'll he'll move up. Oh, I understand for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean he he makes a point, and sometimes he makes it through very serious yes uh, monologues that he'll come up with. I think he's terrific. Yeah, he and is. you know all these guys think too. By the way, you talking about him being embarrassed in embarrassing moments. To do what they do, they all agree that you got a bomb at first to be successful you had to be willing to bomb actually go up on stage and have nobody laugh 
to keep you working at it and to keep you, keep it fresh and to keep you from being too big headed about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. imagine you go on stage and you never fail. Uh, you start to cruise with it and you start to repeat yourself and you don't stay fresh and you got to, you have to get through it to get to it. Well, you like that, that phrase, uh, you like that phrase. I love it. Um, yeah. I, I, that reminds me of a, you know, and they have to, the pressure for them to continue to write material, you know, they have to, as you said, stay fresh. It reminds me of a story that our friend Tom Dreesen, the comedian, said, for years and years and years, the biggest part of his career was opening for Frank Sinatra. So he tells the story about when he, when they go play Philadelphia one year, and then they go back there the next year. Everybody wanted to hear Sinatra sing New York, New York. And my way, and my kind of town Chicago is, and Fly Me to the Moon, that they'd heard him sing many, many times before, but they didn't want to hear Tom Dreesen tell the same jokes. So he'd no, have they the don't. new material yeah, all the and time. Imagine, and somebody like Tom Dreesen or any of these comedians who are doing stand-up for a period of time, say you're booked somewhere from Monday through Saturday, and you have a hilarious show on Monday, and... And folks in the crowd are so excited about it that they tell a friend and they come back for Thursday. Now, the guy who was there on Monday doesn't want to hear the same act from Monday. Yeah. Right? Right. You got to have stuff to, you have to constantly sort of throw things in there that are fresh and new, like we do on this podcast. Never talked about being embarrassed like this. No, we haven't. Never spent a half hour talking about um, sweating and... uh, Forgetting names and being embarrassed in public. And what have you. <laughs> and what have you. So That's podcast it, gold. Yeah. And, and and I'm I'm so embarrassed that that was, has been the theme of this podcast and for so long today. I'm embarrassed that that's all we have. We've come to the end of the road. Have Our we special, really? Yes. The special thanks go out to... How do we determine when the who end of the it, road? Who do we give the special thanks to? Where, when did, how did it, is it determined that this is the end of the road? Whatever, it's time what for happened? me to go eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. I get it. I'm I starting it. to sweat. Uh, special it. thanks go to who? Our executive producer <laughs> is Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opie <laughs> is what? Spelled backwards, Steve. I, I hate it when you do stuff like this. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I do yeah, it. it, it Opie uh, is hippo spelled me. backwards. Yes. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. It reminds you of what? It reminds me of, I think it was back to school with uh, Rodney Dangerfield and Sam Kennison was the teacher. Yeah. And Sam Kennison kept doing that to the class. Is he right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Back to You is distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. I have enjoyed this session today. I have, too. Because there's a little bit of walking the high wire when we do these, ladies and gentlemen, because we plan, but not, uh, not really extensively. And we sort of go with what's on the top of our heads, other than the cap that Howard's wearing now. Yes, a Northwestern Wildcats cap. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like... Free-flowing. Uh, it, yes, it's like a trip that I always wanted to take. And I will take someday. When the pandemic ends, I always have wanted to take a trip. I call it a trip to nowhere, where I hit the road 
and wherever I and like drive out west, and I have no immediate destination. If yeah. I see a little neat thing I want to stop and see, or a small town, I want to stop. A trip you to just, nowhere. You just described my whole career. <laughs> and I a definitely, trip to nowhere. That, that, that was this podcast, A Trip to Nowhere. <laughs> Information you need and you can use. Well, I got to go now, too, because I got to work on the next podcast to keep these things fresh and uh, lively. I so. do, too. And I'm going to go have lunch. So that's it. I'll see you. Okay. At the end of the road, I'll see you on the next trip. Until to nowhere. Then. The trip to nowhere. And what have you. All right. That's all. That's back to you. Bye. Bye. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? You know, I was uh, telling my kids the other day that uh, I never thought the 90s had a look, but if you look at pictures of ourselves, oh boy, the 90s really does have a look, doesn't it? If I would have known what was going to happen to my hair, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone through the mullet years. Is that your final haircut was the mullet? Yeah, well, the comb over, is that a haircut? That counts. Yeah, all right. Well, then no. But okay, that's good. It was the last official one. Did you ever have the the mullet in the back and the bald on top at the same time? No, no. You mean the Joe Dirt? Yeah, no, that, I never, that I never went been, Joe Dirt. That would have been a great look. Listen to <laughs> Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcast just search for radio misfits if you missed los anna los anno or los los anno and friends here's what you missed i thought we got over our fight from last week we had a little tiff that was (laughs) going on are you still angry with me i hope not because we're supposed to do something tonight Oh, we are supposed to yeah, do something yeah, tonight. Yeah. Oh, we are. Oh, we, oh, we have you. We are, no, we're going to. We are going to. What right. great tell are you I'm guys all going yours. to do Tony, tonight? Tony, I'm all yours. Okay. Wow. Well, all right. Uh, that's on the record. You <laughs> get that in writing. Yeah. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to tell them what? I, how I asked you? Do you remember what I said? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's not going to include Star Wars or sex, but hopefully it'll still be just as fun. It was probably the best text. Yeah. yeah. I've ever received. Ooh. Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever the f*** it's called. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We'll see if Leicester are really the contenders or are they just kind of faking it. We'll find out on Free Kicks. Contenders or pretenders. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Is this over? Yes.